You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 82. We're over halfway through this year, and this is the time of year when people start to think about redesigning and updating their website. There are a lot of things to consider when you're redesigning your website, but the very first thing you should consider is, is it the right time? In today's episode, I'm breaking down the most common reasons that clients come to us to redesign their website and the surefire ways to know that it's time to redesign. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited that you're here, and I am so excited to chat about this topic. Before we dive in, let me welcome you to the podcast. I'm your host, Madison Wetherill. I'm a web designer and brand strategist for food bloggers over at Grace and Vine Studios. My team and I specialize in building custom websites and brands for food bloggers, which is why this topic is especially near and dear to my heart. Now, if you're ever curious about how we work with clients or how you can get in touch to work with us, you can always go over to graceandvinestudios.com and you can click on the services tab to see the different ways that we work with clients and to reach out to see if we're a good fit to work together. Today, we're talking about the surefire ways to know that it's time for a new website. Now, my preference in this case would be a custom website, but if that is not in the cards for you, then these would be a surefire reason to redesign to a new pre-made theme or to spend some time really overhauling your website and really thinking intentionally about how it's laid out, how it's designed, and really the experience that you're creating for your readers. So the very first reason that it might be time to redesign your website is that you cannot make changes to your site. Now, unfortunately, I see this all the time with clients coming and saying how previous designers built it in a way that they can't customize anything. Now, there is really a wide range of experiences with our clients coming from just not being able to, from a tech perspective, all the way to clients really being locked into working with a specific designer or developer long-term because they are just simply not able to make any changes on their website. Either way, this has really become a pet peeve of mine because for those of us who are designing for bloggers or food bloggers specifically, we know how important it is to make sure that your website is robust and that you can really customize it in the future. This has really become something that is so important to me when I am thinking through a website, really thinking through which areas are going to need to be updated in the future, which areas are sort of more static and won't need to be touched very often, and really taking this into consideration before adding any sort of customizations to a site. And this has really come from years of experience of working in the food blogging industry and really just understanding how food blogs work. My team and I really make sure that we try to make as much of a custom website customizable for the client in the future without impacting the user experience or the site speed and really just thinking through which parts are going to be necessary to update going forward. And again, this is really just why it's so important to work with somebody who understands how blogs work. A traditional website is really not going to need to be updated anywhere near as often as a food blog or any other type of content creator's website will need to be updated. Even for me, I do not need to update my website more than a handful of times per year. And usually that's just updating it to show when a new availability is or to update pricing. 
But for a food blogger, there's a really good chance you could be updating and tweaking things on your website from a weekly or monthly perspective, absolutely, and especially quarterly and yearly. So to have a website that feels like it's completely locked down, that you aren't able to change things, really is a disservice to you and it's a disservice to your readers because your website is going to start to become stale because you can't update it. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about your posts being able to be updated or being able to have a homepage that just shows your latest posts, but what I'm talking about is really being able to customize the experience for your reader based on the time of year, based on your niche, or based on just what is going on in the world. There are times when you need to switch out a category or to highlight certain blog posts or to change out the language on your website. And it is completely within reason to need to be able to change that and to want to be able to change that. So if you are finding that you cannot make those changes to your site easily, unless it is just completely a tech savvy issue, you really should be able to dig into this and figure out how to do this or to be able to hire someone else to help you. I've also gone into clients' websites that have been developed or designed by a previous designer and I haven't even been able to figure out how to change things because things are built in such a unique way. And this is really a problem going forward because it really locks you down to working with a specific designer or developer long-term, regardless of the experience that you had working with them. So when you are designing a website for the next time or you are updating your website, you really want to make sure that whatever you're choosing, whether that's a custom website design with a developer or designer, or you're going with a pre-made theme, that you really have options. You're able to customize things and create new experiences on your website without feeling like you have to redesign the entire website every time. The second reason that it might be time to redesign your website is that you can no longer tell what is a band-aid from what was the original site design. Now this honestly happens to everyone. You have small fixes over time, you have to install a plugin here and there for something small, and over time you just end up with a ton of band-aids and it's hard to remember what the original site design was like or the original theme that you were using and what has become an add-on or those band-aids. If you don't know how certain functionality came to be on your site, this might be the culprit. Now, because technology changes a lot, if you haven't had your site professionally designed or at least used a very basic pre-made theme in a few years, there's a chance that your website has needed to change a lot. And so you've added a lot of things on top of it in order to try to make it work. This is a really common misconception when it comes to a custom website versus a pre-made theme. The reality is that you can make a pre-made theme very custom. You can add a lot of things on top of it to make it feel custom. But at the end of the day, all you're really doing is adding a lot of stuff on top of a theme that wasn't designed to hold it in the first place, which can come with a whole host of other problems. So unless you're working with somebody who's very familiar with that theme that you are customizing, then you could end up with a lot of problems in the future. Another side note here is that if this is not you yet, something to be mindful of moving forward is when you really want to make a change to your site, really think through the impact that it's going to have for your readers and also think of whether this is a long-term thing that you need because it is very easy to add a plugin and just have it work for you for a little while. But again, eventually all of these things compound over time. And so it might be something that would be better to have added into your theme or to skip altogether if it's not going to be a long-term benefit to your reader or if it's really just going to be a placeholder for something later down the road like a custom website. Really we just have to be very intentional about the things that we are adding on to our websites that are not originally designed within our theme because there are so many things that can go wrong and so many things that can become complicated by adding on these different layers to your website. 
This is also why sometimes it is so much easier to just start from scratch with a fresh install of maybe even the exact same theme you started with, but just eliminating all of those band-aids and kind of starting over with a clean slate. The next reason that it might be time to redesign your website is that you have hundreds of blog posts that are buried in the archives that no one can find. Now, this is actually one of my favorite challenges to deal with, and this is something that almost every single one of our clients has some sort of a problem with. Most of our clients are coming to us with anywhere from 400 to 1,000 blog posts or more. And the most common thing we hear from those clients is that they have so much great content, but it's buried in the archives and no one can find it. Half the time their search bar functionality isn't really even working. And so that's not even an option. But what we found in our experience of working with clients with this level of content is that often readers just don't know how to browse our websites the way that we do. And so to really create a reader experience on your blog should be a number one priority for food bloggers. Unfortunately, a lot of pre-made themes really skip this step and may forget how your users are going to interact with your website. Or the other side of that is just not taking that extra step or two to really think through this process and think through how someone might interact with your website. Now, there are a lot of things that you can do from a content level to really help people navigate your website. But what I'm talking about here is more of your homepage, your footer on your website, your sidebar, those types of pages and pieces of content areas that are on pages after pages. And really, we need to think about them from a more holistic perspective of helping people to dive into our sites more. I talked about a couple of things from a content level a few episodes ago. The episodes were keep people on your website longer, how to organize your blog categories, and how to get more pages per visit. These are really going to be things that you can do on any theme with any type of web design because it's really on a content level and it has to do with the way that you're writing your content. But what I'm talking about here again is really more of that overall experience that someone has on your website. Is it easy for them to find the content that they're looking for? Is it easy for them to browse your category pages? Because a lot of the time, these are just default designs that came with your theme that sometimes don't even have all of the information that you need to have on those category pages. And really just thinking about it from that overhead view of how is someone going to navigate your website? The best way to answer this question for yourself is if someone comes from Pinterest or from Google, they land on on one of your blog posts and then they go to their home page. are they going to know what to do next? Have you really set it up clearly so that someone will have one to three actions that they might take on your home page that is going to get them further into their experience with you? If you really think about what your readers might be struggling with, have you really set up your website in a way that helps them to take little steps, take baby steps along a journey to helping solve whatever that problem is? So if they're struggling with getting a quick and easy dinner on the table, have you set up in a user experience and a reader journey to help someone walk step-by-step through that process by navigating your website and by learning more about what it is that you can offer them. For a lot of food bloggers, because they have so much content, it's something that is really easy to know from your own side of things because you know your content so well, but you may find that your readers have no idea what it is that you actually do or what type of recipes you share or really what it is that you are trying to help them achieve. And so this is something that is basically the core of the entire process that we walk our clients through when we work with them on a custom website. We really think about that reader journey. We think about what the readers are struggling with and how you as the content creator can really put yourself in the position to be able to help them and walk them step-by-step through that journey. And that all happens through the different portals on your website, like your homepage, your category pages, even a recipe index, all of those places that we want people to browse more content, but we wanna do it in a really curated way that helps them walk step-by-step through that journey. 
Really what happens is as you have more than 100 blog posts, it's really no longer feasible to just have that most recent thread of recent posts. You really have to get into the mind of that reader and figure out what they were going to need step-by-step step on your website. And this really is possible with a pre-made theme. The difference here is that that strategy element is often missed when you're just installing a theme and following the theme demo. If you don't take that step back and really think about this journey and this process, then you're really not going to be creating that experience on your website. All right, the fourth reason that it might be time to redesign your website is that you really want your website to stand out from the crowd. Now, this may seem like a sort of vain reason for wanting to redesign your website. You could look at it as a very expensive way to kind of scratch that itch. But let me back up and explain why this is important. Because I think so many food bloggers are missing that you have a unique story to tell and you really are in a unique position to be able to help your unique set of readers. And unfortunately, there is so much of a trend of people blindly following the advice of other food bloggers of using the same pre-made themes, following the same recipe template, using the same plugins. And a lot of those things are really good things. It's good for us to have standards and it's good for us to have a direction of what is the best practices in the industry. But where this becomes a problem is when every website starts looking the exact same and where this really can be a detriment to you as a content creator is that you are no longer memorable. As people are hopping around on Pinterest, if your website looks the exact same, if your logo looks the exact same, or if you don't even have a logo, you are all of a sudden just one recipe in a sea of recipes. And you are really not making that impression on the readers that you want to be making. I know for so many food bloggers, you started your food blog because you wanted to make an impact to people. You wanted to get your recipes out into the world for some reason, and you really wanted to help people to make your recipes because of some struggle that they have. If you're a gluten-free blogger, you wanted to help people to be able to experience gluten-free recipes that were actually good, not just good for gluten-free. And you wanted to be able to help the busy mom get dinner on the table so that she could enjoy more time with her kids after dinner. Whatever that really heartfelt reason is for wanting to start your blog and the reason that you put in the blood, sweat, and tears for this entire process, that is why you want your blog to stand out from the crowd. You want your readers, the people who are going to resonate with your message to care and to immediately get it when they land on your website that this is the place for them. Now that's not going to happen for every reader. I've talked about that many times, but the people who are your people, you want your site to stand out from the crowd for those people so that they are willing to take that next step to sign up for your email list or to follow you on Instagram or to purchase an ebook or a physical cookbook down the road. There are so many things that will benefit you in the long term when you're able to create that memorable experience for your readers. The fact of the matter is our readers are just so busy. There's so much going on in their life that they're not going to remember that blogger that they found the one recipe from that they liked. Even if it's the best recipe they ever made, if they did not bookmark it or if they did not remember something about your website that will help them find it again, it's going to be really difficult for them to come back and find you again. Even just taking that action and putting that effort in to browse Pinterest again to try to find that same exact pin, it's something that's just likely not going to happen because our readers are just too busy for that. Our society, our culture is just too busy. So really we want your website to stand out from the crowd so that it is memorable to your ideal reader so that you're really creating that unique experience for them so that they care and they want to be a part of what it is that you're doing. 
This same logic applies when you think about wanting your website to stand out from the crowd for sponsors and brand partnerships. Again, if your website looks like everyone else's, there's going to be no reason why they choose to work with you over the competition. There's no reason why people are going to want to purchase links that you recommend and products that you recommend over somebody else's. We really have such a split second to be able to make that impression with people and a beautifully and strategically designed website with a perfectly curated next step for your reader is what is going to do that. Now, this is obviously something that I am deeply passionate about because this is what I do every single day for my clients. And I hope that this episode was helpful for you to see whether or not a new website is in the cards for you in the future. Now, I have said from the very beginning of working with people that I really want you to make the choice that is the best for you and for your business, for the season of life that you're in. And that may not be working with me and my team to redesign your website and that's okay. However, if you've been listening to this and what I've been saying has resonated with you and you feel like it's the right next step for you and for your blog, then I would really encourage you to reach out and see if we are a good fit to work together. I also have a previous episode where I talked about how to know whether it's time for a new website design and actually covered totally different things in that episode. That's back in episode number 40. So if this is resonating with you, but you're still not quite sure, I would encourage you to listen back to that episode and again, see if some of those ideas resonate with you. And even if this is not something that's in the cards for you in the next few months, maybe it's in six months or in a year that you know you're gonna do this, I think it's really important to know that this is a goal of yours for the future. Whenever that future date is, it's important to know that this is upcoming for a handful of reasons. One, it's a really big investment to redesign your website. Whether you go with a pre-made theme, that's going to be a big investment of your time to get it to look the way that you want it to look and to really think about the strategy behind it. Or it's an investment in money to work with a custom website designer, whether that's me or someone someone else. The second reason that it's really important to think about this ahead of time is that almost every single blog designer I know that is working with food bloggers is booked out for months. And so if this is something that's on your list, I would encourage you to start looking for designers now. Again, if it's not me, maybe it's someone else that you find in a Facebook group. If you're not sure if I'm the right designer for you, go ahead and search my name in the Facebook groups for food bloggers that you're in. Search either Madison Wetherill or Grace and Vine Studios and you'll find a handful of reviews from clients who have worked with us. The third reason that it's really important to start thinking about this now, even if it's not the right time, is because it is definitely an investment in time. We've heard from a lot of clients that they really underestimated the amount of work that it was going to take to really work through this process with us. And while we do everything we possibly can to make this a super easy process for our clients, there is work that you have to do when you're redesigning your website. I firmly believe that if you're working with a web designer who is truly doing it all for you and you don't have a lot of say, then they probably aren't creating a website that is really going to serve you and your people long-term. So there's going to be some work that has to be done, which is why it's important to really think ahead to make sure that this is the right time of year for you. I've had clients who have really busy summer seasons because of whatever type of lifestyle that they live. And so working on their website during the summer is really challenging, but working on it during the fall is perfect. And so they've reached out early enough to get on our schedule in a timeline that works for them. So again, if you are thinking that this is the right time for you, please reach out so that we can chat and see if we're a good fit to work together. So we can make sure to get you on our schedule for a timeline that works for you. And also so that you can just start planning ahead for this process. I will put the link to our services and the different packages that we have in the show notes, as well as a link to go ahead and fill out the form to get in touch. You'll see our starting at prices listed there so that you can make sure it's within your budget and within your timeline that would work for you. I really just wanted to share this episode to really give you an idea of what that next step will be for you and your website. Again, whether that is really a pre-made theme that you are thinking super strategically about, or if it's a fully custom website design with me or another web developer. 
my biggest recommendation is just to make sure that you are making sure that people that you're interviewing to work with on your website design have worked with food bloggers in the past. It is really so different than working with other industries and I've worked in other industries as well. So I've seen the differences between the two and that's been one of the best things about niching down to working with almost exclusively food bloggers and some occasional lifestyle bloggers as well is that we're really able to create an experience and a process that works for our clients that is so different than the other types of industries that I've worked in. So definitely would recommend that if you have any questions about this episode or whether or not it is the right time for you, again, you can reach out and ask more officially within our inquiry form, or you can reach out on Instagram as well and just chat with me there. Um, I promise it will be a very low pitch type of conversation just to make sure that this is the right decision for you because it is a big investment of your time and your resources. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your feedback on it. Like I said, you can connect with me over on Instagram at Grayson Vine. And for now, that is all I have for you. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.